That's a growler. Welcome back to Beauty and the Beastly Minute, the podcast where we break down and analyze Beauty and the Beast, one humanizing minute at a time. I'm Bobby from Growler Media. And I'm Janae from JanaeHyatt.com. And we're really excited to be here. (laughs) Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast later on, (laughs) we haven't recorded in a while. So we're coming back after a little hiatus and we're excited to be here again. And today we are going to be talking about Minute 55 of Beauty and the Beast Special Edition. Disclaimer here, if you're watching the normal, regular, original release of Beauty and the Beast, this is not the 55 that you're watching. We're doing the re-released edition, so this is one of the the minutes that they added back in. So it's got some new stuff, got some stuff that was pulled out, which if you're listening to the podcast, you should already know we've been talking about it. Uh, It starts off this minute with Mrs. Potts saying, spark between them, and ends with some cosmetic items singing human again. (laughs) cosmetic items do you know what they are i wasn't sure what to call them i you can tell what they are right okay well we'll get there yeah yeah we'll get there we'll get there we'll get there this is an interesting minute that i don't like that much (laughs) (laughs) Uh. well what do you want to kick us off janae Okay, so they did have a good funny minute. Uh, For anybody who's been listening, the minute before this, uh, minute 54, we didn't have a lot of great things to say about that minute, but I do like that we open up this minute with a little bit of comedy that didn't fall flat. I like that he says, no harm in fanning the flames. And I don't know, I was just like, oh, that's true. But he does this (laughs) weird little, he says a little in this really weird voice. And it made me think, were these done by the original? Is this even by the original cast? Did they do these like way back when? Or is this something they just like, I don't know. The way he said it, I was just like, that does not fit. Yeah, I feel like they talked about this a little bit in the commentary, the director's commentary, but I can't remember. And I know they did bring people back and they were they were like, it's awesome because we kind of had like a little reunion that they brought back some of the original cast members and animators and stuff to work on this part. And then I believe some of it was done beforehand. Like I know the song was written beforehand, but I don't know if they recorded the song and then cut it out or if they had to record everything here. Right. So I'm not really sure. To we probably should have question. done better research on that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. But I didn't. I kind of liked how he said, <laughs> that's funny that you liked it. And I was like, uh, that doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> Just goes to show everyone has their own opinion and their own take on things. Mm-hmm. 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 So he says, they must fall in love tonight. And I think we talked about this a little bit before that there's like an urgency here in this part that's like it happens to happen right away. Yeah, the the last minute he said, you know, they have to fall in love before midnight or something. Mm-hmm. So they had a certain amount of uh, time to do it. But does the whole rest of the movie happen like in the night that we're currently in? Oh, um, oh my god, I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, because they're here. I mean, I mean except for the final again scene song. when they are dancing. Who knows when that was? Right. But we've got this added in human song. Oh but right goodness. after that, they're getting Beast ready for their big date. Then they have the date ballroom dance love song dance thing. <laughs> and 
then he's like, oh, you can, you know, see whatever. And she's like, ah, oh, my dad. And she goes to save him and Beast is all mopey. And I'm pretty sure that whole mob song thing this happens. all happens in one night. Yeah. And then the next morning is whenever, you know, the end of the, end of the movie. Weird. Uh, I never even thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Especially how they made that song montage thing the something sweet and almost kind that song something there song <laughs> yes the something there song that's interesting that we kind of gathered that there was a greater amount of time passing during that like what three minute song and then mm-hmm. we have the whole rest of the movie taking place over one night it just goes to show that stories work best when You highlight and focus on the, how do I say this? The crux, the climax. That is what Mm -hmm. takes the most time and is the most interesting to watch and to view is the climax. And you need the other parts as well Mm -hmm. to help you get there. But the climax is like the punchline. That's the reason. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, you could also argue that the something there wasn't a montage of days or weeks is that it was just the same day and they just did different activities. So if you tried to like crunch it down, I'm pretty sure you could say, okay, the whole Beauty and the Beast movie happened within like three or four days. (gasps) Oh my gosh. (laughs) And it... You could, you could. Yeah, yeah, I don't like doing that because I like to think of Belle as the practical one that didn't just like love at first sight you know yeah well because she didn't and that they had time to build a relationship but but you know it could be like hey he went to the fair then the next day she went to the castle and got locked up and then maurice goes later that night to oh my the tavern gosh. and gets thrown out and that there's same no night way there's no way i mean it could i could see it happening in like four or five days it could but i don't think it's meant to be that way yeah one of us probably should have read the book and seen how it happened in okay there. i have read the book mm. oh yeah you did <laughs> One of us should have read the book. But the book is not the Disney version. That's true. So true. The book takes place over weeks and weeks and months. Mm. Well, anyway, I'm pretty sure in this movie, the rest of the movie happens in the night that we're currently in. I think you're right. So, yeah, probably obvious to some people, but I was surprised by that. (laughs) And obviously I was as well, because you heard my reaction. Yes. Okay, so one of the things I wondered in um, in this minute, Lumiere kind of messes around with Cogsworth quite a bit and is like very touchy messing around with Mm -hmm. him, you know? And one of the things I wondered was why does Cogsworth let him do that he like just lets lumiere move his hands on his face you know the clock hands and then he stands there and looks at it and then waits for his chime to go off or whatever and i just don't understand why he would even let him do that see i had a note on the same thing but that i liked it because i think it shows you a lot more of their relationship and maybe that's just a guy thing but it's like it shows you how familiar they are with each other and lumiere knows exactly what to do to mess with cogsworth well it's just a guy thing the messing with each other like he knows how to annoy cogsworth and not to the point where cogsworth is gonna blow up but cogsworth is just like okay yeah you're doing that dumb thing you do to me every time <sighs> And so he doesn't try to stop it. It's just, you know, something that they do back and forth. And Lumiere messes with him and Cogsworth puts up with it. And, you know, so I I kind of like how that shows a little bit more of their relationship, that they know each other that well. And, you know, they they put up with each other. Hmm. An interesting take on it. (laughs) 
<laughs> well, I just think that, I mean, you can let somebody mess with you, but I mean, I, I think maybe they should have had the chime go faster so that he didn't have a chance to stop it, you know, because to mm. me, it was like he could have fixed his hands on his clock face so that he didn't start chiming and whatever. And yeah, he didn't take that chance. He just sat there. And I was like, well, that's stupid. Well, and they definitely did that just so the chimes could lead into the song. Oh, so okay, well. It's not not the best segue into a song, but they do kind of use that to start the music for the Human Again song. Human Again. Only human again. Yeah. And I think, I mean, really, this minute, I noticed a lot that it seems like this is Lumiere's minute. Yeah. And they had a lot more time to give his personality and, you know, show his relationship with other people. and Like women. Know, he does. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that. <laughs> Sorry. I mean, other people. That's the only other people he's really talking to. And Cogsworth. <sighs> and Cogsworth. Uh... But, you know, I like how his animation, at least in this part, they did a good job on it. And it shows, like I said, more of his personality. Mm-hmm. He does like his his hand gestures and he pops his collar or whatever that would be. And like when he breathes on Cogsworth's glass to polish his glass, it's like a puff of smoke. So I thought that was kind of <laughs> cool. Yeah. He's a candle smoke instead yeah. of breath. <laughs> well, and, and I thought it was um, interesting that at the beginning... He lights the flames that are on his hands or mm-hmm. where his hands are. And then as soon as he pulls each of the women into each of his arms, it goes, they go out so that the flame is not next to these other characters. I thought that was mm-hmm. interesting. I was like, hmm, okay, that's good. Details. Yeah, they didn't always do that, but no. they paid a little more attention. In this minute they did though. Yeah. I think the lyrics are just so clever though. I'll be cooking again, good looking again with a mademoiselle on each arm i mean just i do like the lyrics most yeah of them. and it goes back to that this song i mean i still don't really love it because i didn't grow up with it right but it's a quality song it was written by the actual people howard ashman and alan Menken. yes it was written by them <laughs> <laughs> you know when they wrote the rest of the movie so it makes sense that it fits in there that it's a good song and that you know the lyrics and everything aren't goofy and cheesy right right well any more than in the rest of the movie but <laughs> yeah yeah i like that I like it. I do too. So let's talk about this song. Let's get into it. The lyrics, cooking again, good looking again with a mademoiselle on each arm. And okay, so then a couple of lines later or something, maybe it's just the next line, I can't remember. Mrs. Potts sings, which should cause several husbands alarm. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what? Disney? That's scandalous. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (gasps) What were you thinking? Um, but it did make me, it kind of prompted me to think about, well, what was it like back then? The marriage relationships and Mm -hmm. other romantic relationships. And I, I found a couple of sources where, I mean, in that day and age, marriage was not really about romantic love the way it is Mm -hmm. now. It was about life subsistence. It's about making an arrangement so that people are cared for and most often, caring and love would develop as the years went on after they were married, but often they were arranged marriages. And so it kind of makes sense why possibly husbands would be alarmed that their women would be going off 
with other men because maybe they weren't in love with their husbands in the first place before they got Mm -hmm. married. And then the other thing I came across was that on September 20th of 1792, so right during this time period, was when France legalized divorce on certain, Mm. I mean, it was only based on certain stipulations and cases. So like if there was like adultery or abuse or whatever. Yeah. But it was it was very rare for them to actually have divorce, but that is the time period when it was legalized, which I thought was also very interesting considering those lyrics. Yeah, my the extent of my knowledge of the time period and romance and marriage and all that is probably just from like reading the Three Musketeers and Oh, mm-hmm. and like Count of Monte Cristo I and love stuff the like Count that. Of Monte Cristo. Yeah. Good stuff, but I don't know how historically <laughs> accurate it is. Right. So, well, you yeah, know, I have no it was idea. written about that time period. I don't remember if it was written in that time period or later. But, you know, the fidelity was not a huge thing that they were really, <laughs> they didn't put a lot of They weren't into on it. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, but then at the same time, if we're trying to justify Lumiere and not make him out to be so bad, he does say with a mademoiselle on each arm. Which implies an unmarried girl. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, It's miss. So. Right. Right. Thank you for that. That makes me feel a little bit better. I was like, what? So I don't know how to justify Mrs. Potts. And and that kind of hurts me a little bit because, you know, it's Angela Lansbury. And I love Angela Lansbury. Well, I love Angela Lansbury too, but she was in Sweeney Todd, which gave me nightmares for (laughs) like days. She's not a perfect angel as much as I love her. Mm, mm, I don't know about that, Janae. (laughs) Don't tell Carrie I said that. Of course, she'll probably listen to the episode, but hi, Carrie. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he says that, calls the Rehoboth's alarm. I did like, where did it go? Oh, we had a French phrase. I didn't know what it meant. He says, I'll hop down off the shelf and toot sweet be myself. That's a French with, phrase? Yeah. Toot sweet. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. Toot sweet. Yeah. You didn't know what that was? No. What? Anybody used that before? Do normal people say that? I mean, I don't know that normal people say it, but I've always known what it meant. It's mm. like quickly right off the bat. Yeah. Toot the sweet immediately. Something like that. Yeah. Interesting. That's so funny because one of my notes was, do children know what this phrase means these days? And I guess <laughs> not just Does children. anybody know what that phrase means? I knew what it meant. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah. You are one of those theater people. Which I take pride in. <laughs> What better compliment could I get? Thanks, Bob. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah, I love that line. Yeah, and you know, he's he bounces back. He takes things in stride and he's ready to be a human again. Um, he totally sits yeah. on her lap. And I was like, What? That's weird. I didn't realize I kind of saw that he was leaning when I've watched it before, but then just the last time I watched it, I was like, he is sitting on her feathers. Yeah, I thought that was I was like, that's so know, weird. Part of it. It shows how playful and flirtatious he is. Right. And but she's think, not sitting. Right. Which is funny because usually if you sit on someone's lap, the person whose lap you're sitting on is already sitting, but she's not sitting. Uh-huh. I just She's got a big bushy bottom, miss. <laughs> <laughs> you can only say that about someone if they are a feather duster. If they're a feather duster. Otherwise, forget about it. It's not a good idea. Don't do it. Yeah, but I like how it shows his his playful, goofy self. I mean, he, he jumps into her arms and... 
you know, he's not too manly to just let her hold him, I guess. <laughs> she well, doesn't have arms, but that's essentially what's happening. <laughs> well, there's also the line right at the end where it says, hop down off this shelf. I can't wait to be human again. Like, he mm-hmm. hops off her lap. And you hear, <laughs> you hear him land, like, as he just hopped off. And I thought, I was like, okay, that's a good little coordination of the the lyrics and the action, I guess you could say. Man, that was too hard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so are we at the the objects? Yeah, the weird things. I yeah, think the they look things. really weird. They do. I don't like them. So we go from our normal characters into these new people we've never seen before. I do like how they did the transition, though, where he was swinging Mrs. Potts around and she comes like closer to you. And then Mm -hmm. instead of her seeing her come full circle, the powder puff comes around instead, which is similar shape and color as Mrs. Potts. Yeah, Yeah, they fill the frame with pots and pull away with the the powder puff. Yep. Is that what that is? A powder puff? Yep, it's a powder puff. So that okay. we've got a powder puff, a hairbrush, a comb, and what's the bottle, dude? It's a perfume. See, I thought perfume. maybe that was it, but usually they have like a little bulb you can squeeze. I and- think it's I think it's supposed to be that the thing that goes out the back of its head you push down. Oh my gosh, I'm getting the big poofy thing. What? No, the, the no, not the big poofy thing. Like the feather thing on top of his head. No, the hard thing that goes straight out the back of his head that makes him look like a hammerhead or something. Are we talking about the same guy? I don't know. <laughs> there's the little jar guy. Yeah, there's only one jar guy. Okay, and he has a pointy nose and like a big feather thing coming off the top of his head. Hold on, let me see. <laughs> I don't... Is my initial thought was, okay, he's probably like a perfume thing, but how would you get perfume out of him? Because his mouth is the lid that like opens up and off. Uh, well, let me watch it <laughs> while I'm online. <laughs> okay. Uh, um. Well, I can't remember what exactly he looks like. But it would make sense if he was a perfume guy. I what just else could he be? Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I was, I said, there's a, a useless brush <laughs> because you got the big brush guy and his bristles look way too soft to do anything. Then you've got the powder puff thing, the comb. And I was like, what is that last guy? But they have a little dancing singing part talking about being human again. I don't like them. I don't like them either. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't like them because they look weird. They're strange colors and we can't tell what that bottle guy is supposed to be and Mm -hmm. i don't really like the vocals that they came up with for that like it's one man voice which kind of is the overpowering sound and then a bunch of annoying sopranos in unison and i was like what the I don't understand why you had to do that. (laughs) Well, I liked one of their lines. I mean, they only have a little bit. Oh, a line? What was their line that you liked? So so they say, when we're human again, only human again, when we're knickknacks and whatnots no more. Uh And since I'm me, I had to look up words. (laughs) So, you know, like a knickknack, it's like a little thing, right? Yeah. But it comes from, it's derived from knack, which is an acquired or natural skill performing a task. And then you have knickknack, which could be like a pleasing or trifling toy or does it say it's a reduplication of knack and a specialized sense of knack let me see so it's basically like a toy or a trinket or something so that's knickknack everybody probably knows you know generally what that means i didn't and realize it, came... it was supposed to be a toy 
It's like a toy or just a little like trifling thing, a trinket or a toy. A trinket, yes, okay. Trinket, toy, ingenious device. Okay, okay. Knickknack and whatnot. The whatnots. Um, so let me see what this says. I gotta remember. It says also whatnot. It's from the 1530s. So it means like anything, like instead of saying, what may I not say? <laughs> it's, you know, basically like everything. It's a whatnot. So everything that's not. What could it not be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Gosh. And then as the name of a furniture item, which makes sense because they're all items, it was used like in the 1880s, around in the early 1880s, it was an object that held other objects. And in that sense, a whatnot is a piece of furniture, which is derived from the French attagere, which is a piece of furniture that's basically like a bunch of shelves with little pillar legs. Oh, interesting. And it was, it was used, or it still is used. People still have them. I mean, it's just a type of shelf, basically. But usually you'll put like china or ornaments or trifles or little doodads on there that you want people to see. So if you've got like a bunch of little shelves that you have all your china bowls on or your little ceramic collection. Your hummels. Of whatever things. Your what? Your hummels. <laughs> I don't know what that is. What? Hummel? What's a hummel? It's like a little figurine. Oh. Like those precious moments things? Yeah. 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 And so basically, you know, one of the meanings of it is one of those shelves that you hold knickknacks and whatnots. And so I kind of like that because hmm. it's derived from a French type of shelf and they are all objects. So you could have a shelf being a whatnot that was a person and then they're all trinkets and persons. And so it's just a little play with the lyrics that I thought was interesting once I got down and actually looked at what these things meant. Oh, what fun. Good job. I Yay. didn't know any of that. It's fun. It's fun stuff. And then I like that at the, at the end of the minute, I am i don't remember because I haven't watched the next minute in a while, but I'm pretty sure the wardrobe comes up for the next part. I like the wardrobe. And so they're all singing about being knickknacks and whatnots. And so they're, they're the knickknacks and then the whatnot, the big shelf drawer thing is coming in the next part. The wardrobe. <laughs> I like her. Yeah. She's so funny. She's the best. She's the best. Well, that's about all I've got for this yeah, minute. Yeah, I was going to say. That's 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 it for me. I mean, that's pretty much that's the end of the plenty. minute. You're welcome, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to hear us go on for ages and ages unless you yeah. do. These aren't the most exciting minutes. <laughs> it is kind of newer stuff for us and probably for most of you since this is not what we grew up watching. Nope. But it's also not exactly the quality we grew up with either. Nope. Unless you just or liked yep. watching Mulan 2. <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I'm guessing you've been watching that around your house. No, no. Oh, you refuse. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, child. You are not allowed to watch that in my household. I don't even feel bad about it. Some people are like, oh, my kid wants to watch this show, so I have to let him. And I'm like, no, no you don't. No, I, no, you I don't. control this. <laughs> <laughs> there are plenty of other wonderful, good quality movies that they can watch. Yes. And on that note, it's pretty funny because my son, he's two. And anytime he hears like even a little snippet of music from Beauty and the Beast, like we'll do like Disney on Pandora and it'll start playing and he'll go, Beast, Beast, Beast. <laughs> so cute. Uh, so another fan for the movie. He'll he'll listen to the podcast in like 10 years. <laughs> he'll be like, what the? You talked about me? Uh. <laughs> so yeah, that's all we got for now. Yeah. So thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate you coming and share us with your friends. I still share our podcast with people and there's new people learning about us every day. So share the goodness. 
Yes, check it out. Be sure to let us know what you think about how things are going. If there's something you like, if there's something you don't like, we might not change it, but let us know. (laughs) (laughs) You never know. I don't know if we've officially announced that we are not going back to the five minute a week uh, format. (laughs) I don't think we have. Yeah, we put it on hiatus like at the beginning of the summer and said we're just going to do one a week for the summer it was a crazy and summer everyone just so you know it was crazy summer. it was a crazy Janae summer moved i moved new you jobs, had a child that was that was the catalyst for stopping yes, during the summer honestly that's true so. yeah i had a new baby so since we started this podcast <laughs> i have a new kid new job moved three times <laughs> oh, good times so we're here once we're a week, still here Friday for you guys unless you're listening later on and then you're just binging all these episodes probably so that's probably what i would do yeah i mean yeah not that we don't want you to listen along but <laughs> if i know myself i mean we're a netflix world yeah it's true we like to i binge. get frustrated when i'm listening to some of the other movies by minute podcasts like cornetto minute spider-man minute max minute just throwing in some plugs here <laughs> I'll be listening to them and I'll get frustrated because the episode will end and I'll have to wait for the next day for a new episode. And I'm like, I just want to hear it all now. So you can't go check out some more (laughs) movies by minute podcasts. If you go to moviesbyminutes.com, that's minutes with an S, there is a list of a ton of other movies that people have done the same way we're doing this one. So find a movie you love and there will probably be a podcast of people breaking it down. Or you can join the community and become a podcaster like we are. No experience required. (laughs) Ain't Uh, that the truth. (laughs) (laughs) You learn as you go. Go back and listen to our first episodes. Uh, Hopefully we've improved. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Crossing our fingers. (laughs) So yeah, um, go check out some other podcasts. If you want to get a hold of us, you can always do that by finding us on social media. We are everywhere. Just search Beastly Minute and you will find us. Um, Also check out our website, Growler Media. We've got all our back episodes there. We've got links to our social medias. We have our amazing artwork, which uh, was done by Megan the Cartoonist. You can check her out. Out on Facebook. We are grateful that she made beautiful artwork She's for our podcast. Amazing, you guys. I mean, it's way better than what I threw together that we were using. I am <laughs> so impressed with Megan's skill and talent, and we love and appreciate you doing that for us. I love it. And she is, oh, I forget. She's either 13 or 15. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Girl, you'll yeah, be so working sent- for Disney one day. <laughs> she sent in the, the thing, and I was like, wow, this is awesome. And then uh, I saw how old she was, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Rocket girl. So, you rock yeah, it. Check her out. Megan the cartoonist. Uh, she's on Facebook. Check her out there. And if you love the artwork, or even if you love our old artwork, we had them both on our T Public store. So you can get to that from our website or go to T Public and search Beastly Minute and you can buy shirts, hoodies, cell phone covers, all kinds of stuff. Whatever your heart desires. Whatever your heart's desires. And we <laughs> get a little bit of money from that. And that helps out a little bit with uh, hosting fees and stuff. Not much, so, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every so we little appreciate bit because <laughs> we're not making any money on this. Nope, just because so. we love you. <laughs> so check out our Tee Public Store and also check out Duo Hansen on YouTube. They do our music that is amazing. So check them out. They're always putting out new songs from the latest hits. They do covers and stuff. It's uh, a lot of fun. So check them out. And Janae, what about if people want to get a hold of you and have you uh, voice over something for them? Oh, well, you can just go to my website, JanaeHyatt.com. Pretty easy. Um, You can find the spelling, <laughs> uh, Growler Media on my bio. Find on my bio. 
This is real, y'all. Okay, so yeah, you can find me on JanaeHyatt.com, and I'm also on Facebook, same name, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Let me know what your project is. I would be happy to work with you on making it happen, pricing, whatever it is you need. I would love to help. Awesome, hey. All right, well, that's all we got, and until next time, there's no harm in fanning the flames. A little... Got a big bushy bottom. <laughs> Words. Your hummels. Your what? Your hummels. I don't know what that is. What? Hummel? What's a hummel? Oh, goodness. <sighs> I'm keeping your bones. <laughs> <laughs>